You're listening to an all-new episode of Off the Rails with Sloppy Yellow. Views and opinions expressed here reflect hardcore fan perspectives and sometimes might be factual. Be advised, this podcast may contain adult language. Well, 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 we are headed to Las Vegas Motor Speedway after a uh, extremely harrowing week in the NASCAR world and also uh, basically in the world period. Billy Bradley, I... You know, Sunday night when, uh, excuse me, Monday night when the race was over, uh, ain't none of us went to sleep anytime soon. Um, uh, my brother and I was texting at one in the morning, Texas time. Uh, you know, Twitter, I'd refresh Twitter about every 20 minutes just to, whether I was you know, watching TV or whatever, just get on and look at it. I, I cannot, it's hard to fathom the outpouring of love and support that I saw uh, a Monday night and even into Tuesday, Billy, our, our text thread was a bunch of NASCAR buddies that, that we text with each other all the time. There wasn't a 25-minute time period throughout any part of the day that wasn't somebody texting something about the, the Ryan Newman situation and how we were feeling and we were sick to our stomach and all that sort of thing. And uh, Billy, there's we haven't seen anything like that since 2001, and I, I got to tell you, even though it it largely mirrored a lot of what happened in 2001, I, the media did a lot of things right. The fans did a lot of things right. You know, unfortunately, maybe we've we've learned from some past mistakes on how to act, but one thing did not change. Um, the NASCAR nation came together in a way that we haven't seen in decades, brother, and it was it gives me goosebumps to talk about it. Um, you and I talked about it several times. We were sick to our stomachs. We hugged our kids, and holy shit. I can't imagine what it would be like Rob Lopes, but Billy, did you get any sleep Monday night before you went to work on Tuesday morning? You know, it's funny that you said that. We had, You know me, I'm usually in bed by 9 o'clock. You know, and we were still going through our text conversations at, with our group chat at 10, 30, 11 o'clock that night, man. I woke up all throughout the night to hit Twitter, refresh my news feed all the time, just trying to figure out something. And, you know, kudos to the NASCAR media. Man, they had every opportunity because there was a lot of stories out there. We saw some mm-hmm. that night, man, that, you know, that wasn't good. That that guy that had the video, he was saying, oh, my God, they're doing CPR compressions on him. The mm-hmm. media had every opportunity to pick something up and run yep. with it. Yep. But, damn it, man, they did, they did good. They did the right thing. They did the right thing, thankfully, Billy, because uh, I, I'm not sure – that uh, I'm not sure that that most of us in NASCAR Nation could have taken, um, you know, the the ups and downs. It was already down. We didn't need a bunch of um, bullshit to be be spreading around. But let's bring the man in right now. Now, um, Rob Lopes. I can't imagine the last 72 hours that that you and the six team has has gone through. But is there any possible way you can you can put it into words at 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 all well um it has been for lack of a better term and uh it's been a roller coaster mm-hmm. um i mean you know getting rained out sunday was kind of a bummer 
you know, because everybody wanted to be there. The place was packed, and, you know, yeah. everybody was excited. And, you know, you always want to race on time. You always want to race on schedule. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you, you know, we were excited about it because, you know, we felt we had a really good car, and we felt we were going to do something. But, you know, you never take those things for granted because yeah. the, the best car doesn't always win. And we knew we had a good car. We knew we had a good driver. He's very smart. He's he is very tenacious, and we we knew we had a good piece there. And it was kind of a bummer to get have to you know go back to a hotel and stay another night. And you know, and not only that, you know, we're we're already looking at. And I'm just trying. I'm not trying to mess around with anybody. I'm just trying to give you the I the way our minds were working. We're already looking at like crap, man. We're not starting this race till four o'clock, man. We got cars to work on. We're supposed to be in the shop in the morning, getting our Vegas stuff on the road, and you know, getting ready for California because you know you got to have your California car ready to go before you leave for Vegas. Yeah. So you know, you're putting a bunch of cars together, and um, and it's like, uh, <laughs> what? Okay, well, it's going to make a a short week even longer, and. Yeah. Then we go racing at four o'clock, and you know the roller coaster of emotion is like, "Hey, man, we got a really good car. You know, let's let's get it to the end." And then it's, you know, he wanted to ride around and just, you know, take care of it, and that's what he did. And um, and uh, <laughs> then it then it's then it's uh, man, we're leading the Daytona five hundred. Man, we're uh, we're oh, we're fifth. Well, you know, let's just, you know, let's get it to the end and hope for a good finish. Yeah. And then it was, man, we're third. Man, we're second with our teammate behind us, and we're in overtime. And we're like, oh, okay, we're, you know, we'll we'll get a top five out of this. And I'm just talking about, you know, we're talking within a couple laps. All right, we're going to get a top five. You know, the 11's out front. Oh, my God, we're ahead. Oh, my God, we're ahead by a lot. We're going to win the Daytona 500. Oh my God, we're going to win the Daytona 500. Oh my God, what just happened? Please answer the radio. Please get out of the car. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, the car's on fire. Please get him out. And we went running, and obviously uh, there were several of us that headed that direction. And that's that's not what is advised by our sanctioning body. Sure. And uh, it was brought up. And, but I mean, that's human nature and that's our guy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's the face, he's the front man for the interliner gang. He's the front man for the six. Yeah. And to see what happened and we're like, please, we, we, we need him, you know? And, yeah. uh, and then we just went about, we were kind of just in a, for lack of a better term, in a trance. For hours, like okay, what do we what do we do? What do, what are we going to do? Do we need to stay here? Do we need to load the truck? Do we what what do we need to do? Yeah, somebody tell us something. Yeah, and you know we got on the plane and it was one of the quietest plane rides I've been on in a while. And there's a lot of uh, I know I know the thoughts that were going through my head and you know and we're also thinking, man, this is the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. and we still have to go to work tomorrow. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, my thought was, I don't give a damn if we go to Las Vegas or not. Yeah. If they, if they, if I walked in that shop Tuesday morning and said, and they said, they said, you guys on the six, we're not going to Las Vegas. I would have been like, 
fine with me. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And um, and now two days later, I mean, not even 48 hours, he he's standing and he walks out of the hospital with his daughters on each hand. <laughs> now, if that's not the oh, best thing ever, yeah, I mean, the dude is tougher than a ten penny nail. Yeah, and right. the most important thing is he had his he had one daughter on each hand, and he walked out of that hospital less than forty eight hours after what everybody saw at the end of that Daytona five hundred. I mean, hey Rob, I would stop in just a second right there, but you know, I want you to take this little message back to the shop with the rest of your team. That is a true testament of your guys' hard work and the Mm -hmm. safety you put into that car as well. That you know, don't take that those little things like that for granted. That was a lot. I mean, that accident was—it's one of the worst ones I've seen. It reminded me a lot of of an IndyCar accident, man. You know, those IndyCar drivers, their head is, uh, is out there for yeah. anything to hit, you know. Yeah. And that's exactly what it looked I mean, like. And the gasoline comes I mean, the car. The, that, that was one of the and, – and the angle, the angle that the secondary hit from the 32, the secondary hit was at probably one of the worst angles that it could happen. Exactly. You know, um, I mean, Billy, there was a lot of things that had to happen there. Billy, let me let me paint a, a quick picture. You know, last night um, I texted Rob and I was like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, it's recording sloppy yellow pod is completely up to you. We'd love to have you, but there's, I mean, it's, this is." You're, you're driving this bus. We're not telling you what time we record. If you even feel like recording, you tell us what it is. And and I, I just had a feeling. I said, Rob, I'm, I'm going to call you. And and we talked. And, and Billy, as Rob was was trying to find the words to to explain the process that he and the 16 guys were going through, I started crying in my fucking truck. I literally had tears coming down my eyes because I was like, oh, my God, I can't. I mean, we all think, you know, I'm in Red Oak, Texas, watching this damn race, and I'm I'm upset. I'm just unbelievably upset, but I don't have to get up and go. I don't have to get home at 1.30 in the morning, try to get some sleep, be back at the shop at 7.30, and then start working on, on a car when, when my guy is in the hospital after seeing a, an unbelievably horrific crash and, and you know, all the other things you have to do. And, I mean, I literally had tears coming down my face because I was just like, shit, man, this is, this sucks. This is, this is absolute terror. And, and, and Rob, I, I listen, man, I, I know you guys are professionals and I know you get, you said, listen, if they just said we're not going, you wouldn't have gone. But I, listen, man, I, you, you and the rest of the six guys, um, I can't tell you how much I respect the fact that you went in there and and and, and you told me last night, and this is what really, this is what gave me goosebumps. He's like, you know what? The reason we went to work today is because I feel like Ryan would be pissed if we didn't get the car ready and go race. And, and Billy, I wanted to stand up and fucking clap. Um, yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. I mean that. Rob, I, just what you guys have gone through, and is—I mean, literally a roller coaster that 
there's not there's, there's a lot of talented writers on the planet, but there's nobody who could write this story. Um, and, and, and this story, it's just it's just amazing. And, and Rob, I, man, I, I tell you what, brother, we've been friends a long time, and um, uh, you've always had my respect. But holy shit, dude, um, yeah. uh, I appreciate I appreciate you. You know everything you've gone through, talking about it, being being strong and healthy, and and, and processing it, and you know what you guys decide to do for your for your teammate here for your leader is just it's it's an amazing testament and you every morning you you lead us with life lessons of um by lopes um yeah. and if and if your actions don't speak it uh, there's there there's no twitter thing you can put out there that's going to be any better than what you guys have done the last two days exactly uh, you know when when we were on the phone Dan, when you and I were talking and we both said this you know, we were, we were we both talked about it, and I said, you know, it, when we were talking about the playoffs last year, 2019, it was like, you know, what's the six team doing? What's going on? I said, man, it's business as usual. You know, we got our music playing, we're doing our work, we're we're being ourselves, we're just we're just doing what we do, and the last two days have been anything but business as usual for us. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday it was. It, it was like a library in the six area. We barely, we hardly spoke. We were damn sure not joking around. We were just had our heads down. We were trying to focus and trying to, you know, it, it took a little longer. It seemed like it took longer for us to do the things we always do because it was, we were constantly asking questions as far as yeah. has anybody heard anything more, you know, and, you know, what, what, are, we, what are we doing here? And, you know, what, what do we need to do, you know, our, what changes are we making to this car? What, what about, you know, our California car sitting next to our Vegas car? And yeah. obviously both of them have the seats out of it now. Yeah. You know, and we're just like, okay, you know, what, what, what do we need to do? And everybody's trying to take on other stuff along with their normal jobs, mm-hmm. and, you know, just to help out. And, yeah. you know, it was funny as the, as the day went on, it got easier and easier and easier. And then today we came into work and we're like, okay, you know, we were talking to each other, you know, we were, and and not that we weren't talking to each other before, but we were, you know, kind of, you know, working our way back to our normal selves a little bit. And then by this afternoon, we were back to being the six guys. We were back to being the interliner gang. We were back to being the bunch. We put the music on and we started joking around with each other and because we knew that our man walked on his own two legs out of that hospital with his daughters on each hand. Yeah. And that is the yeah. most amazing thing, and that is the most important thing. And I'm going to go ahead and say this now just to get it out of the way because it's something I've been trying to think of things to say and the way to put things into words since we since we texted this afternoon and since we decided that I was going to be on today. I've been trying to think of a way to put things into words, and I'm going to go ahead and say this, and there might be some people that might be upset with what I'm going to say. There might be some people that go, what the hell are you talking about? But I can tell you this. I don't. I like Ryan Newman. I will work my guts out for him. You know, I would run across eight lanes of traffic for that guy. That's because I like working with him. I've never worked with him in the past, and I'm glad I've had the opportunity to, to this point to work with that man. And I respect the hell out of him for what he does. He treats us right. He's a good guy to work with. He's a great teammate. And I will say this. 
and I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, but I don't give a damn if he ever gets back in a race car. Yeah. The fact that that cat walked out of that hospital with his daughters on each hand and and was able to do that less than 48 hours after what we all went through, what he went through, what his family went through. Mm -hmm. If he never gets back in a race car, I... I'm okay with it, man. I mean, do I want him back in the six car? Absolutely, because I like working with him. But if yeah. he decides, hey, man, I'm good, I'm done, you know what? Cool, dude. Hey, by the way, if you need help bailing, hey, I'll come up there on my day <laughs> off so we can hang out. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's funny you say that, Rob, because um, there's – I don't – if there's anybody who's pissed, they're just inherently pissed. But I believe Ryan Newman has 100% before Monday night. Ryan Newman has 100% earned the right to make his decision. But I, I especially after something like that, uh, and, and, and listen, we we have no idea um, where he, and, and I, I, we we don't. We're not going to ask you any questions or anything dumb like that. But if if Ryan Newman decided he wanted to hold his two little girls' hands. Um, and not step back in a race car. I, shit, I would go out and I would I would spend two hundred bucks on Ryan Newman gear tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> I absolutely would. And in fact, I probably will. Uh, I probably will next week, anyways. Um, Billy, I just after you know we all have families, and we know these race car drivers have families, and we but we, we take a lot of this for granted because that car is so damn tough. But I did a just a tiny little bit of research. I don't know shit about physics, guys, but I, I did some research. Um, I read that Corey LaJoy, um, when he his impact um, with with Ryan Newman's car was measured at just over fifty five uh, G forty five, and 45. I have read wow. I have read on the internet that the human body cannot withstand anything above fifty. So think about this. Corey LaJoy takes a, a hit. Now, these cars are meant for if they're going to head on collisions is what they're, they're, they're strong for, okay? At 55 Gs, Corey LaJoy, um, I mean, uh, was, suffered an, an extremely major um, accident. And Ryan Newman got hit in the damn door. Um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable the, a testament. Billy, you said it, but it's unbelievable testament to how well these cars are freaking put together. I mean, I just, 55 Gs is, is, is like a fake number. It might as well say you've got $67 quadrillion in the bank. I mean, because it doesn't make any sense to me, 55 Gs. But, yeah. uh, Rob, I mean, you said it, where that car hit, I mean, it's just a perfect disaster where that car hit. And, and listen, I, I'm, I, I'm not um, – uh, today's not the day we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, uh, you know the the safety crew and that sort of thing. I think they did a fantastic job, but I also think Absolutely. what this is gonna happen Absolutely. is this wreck is going to make everybody else safer because NASCAR. And listen, they've they've seen a couple of these thing, big things before. We haven't seen one like this in a very long time. But I promise you, Billy Bradley, NASCAR and their safety people are gonna gonna pour through the response how they handled it, you know, maybe. But we're only going to get safer from this point. I firmly believe that, and thank the Lord above that Ryan Newman is out here. But, listen, everybody did exactly what they were supposed to do. Um, I think everybody was was on was on board with, you know, taking our time. And, and even as a fan sitting here, Rob, 
I mean, we're not anywhere near the track. Billy and I are texting each other in our group chat like every two minutes, just like, holy shit. What, look at this, look at that, what do you think, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, nobody was upset. We all wanted answers, but when we didn't hear things from the media, we I, I, I actually was okay because, hey, the longer they're taking to, to get him out of the car, the better sign that is for me. Um, if there wasn't any reason to take their time, they'd get his ass out of the car and move on. Um, but the safety innovations that we have had in NASCAR and the response of the teams to get there and, and what they did to take all that care, it's NASCAR should pat itself on the back and then dig their heels in and get smarter with this accident, Rob Lopes. And they will. And they will. They, 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 uh, quarantine the car. They have it. They're pouring through it. They're looking at, you know, looking at construction features. They're looking at hardware. They're looking at every possible detail. And I'm sorry if, you hear a little background noise here. I'm trying to do my laundry because my track clothes are still dirty. <laughs> and I need to get that done so I can get packed so I can leave tomorrow for Las Vegas because it's been a really long two days uh, here. Um, but they're pouring through it, and they, you better believe that they're going to learn from this, and they are going to examine it, and they are – I mean, we're – we as a sport are going to do nothing but get better from this. And, you know, the comforting thing about it is we're able to sit here and say that. Yeah. Uh, Rob, I got a question that um, I, I'm, I, I believe I know the answer to, but um, there was a lot of people upset at the 11 team for celebrating after, um, after the, they won the, uh, their, their third Daytona 500. Um, any problem between the six guys and the 11 guys or anything like that by chance? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm going to, I'm, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and just Please. put all this to bed right now. The 11 bunch and the driver of the 11 did not know. Yeah. They found out exactly what happened. Denny Hamlin found out what happened, and the team found out what happened when they were in victory lane. They got to victory lane. They said they are still getting Newman out of the car, and they stopped celebrating exactly That's and i will go heard. further to give you a little behind a little behind the scenes thing like i said we were in the garage area trying to figure out what we were going to do where's the car what's going on with ryan what are we doing do we need to stay here are we flying home are we staying here do we load the truck do we not load the truck what are we doing and what we're trying to you know we're trying to take care of the things that we know we need to take care of and and me personally i was taking tires back to Goodyear and getting my equipment to Goodyear or to Goodyear and, and to champion that hauls our, hauls our gear. And as I was making one of my trips back to the six truck, the 11 was out of victory lane and coming to the tech area. And those guys stopped. Mm. And, and I know a few fellas on that team and they stopped and they hugged me, man. And they said, dude, they said, we are sorry. You know, we didn't know till we got to victory lane, and they're like, "What? What do you know? What? What is going on? You know, can you tell us anything? What is happening?" Yeah. And you would have thought that, you know, I, and I believe everybody, it was sincere as hell. Is like they didn't care at that point that they won the Daytona 500 for the third time or back to back. They were worried about 
me as a friend. They were worried about Ryan as a competitor and as part of the racing family. They were worried about the six guys. They were worried about Ryan's family. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the the win, as amazing as it is to win back-to-back and yeah. a third win, and they were more concerned about their brothers on a different team than than anything else. And it was, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, it was hard to contain myself at that point. Yeah, and I don't even, and I'm trying to think back now, and I don't think I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, Billy, it, I, those those guys, those guys were, they were just like, dude, we, you know, and I got text messages from some of them guys the next day. They're like, Lopes, man, just so you know, yeah, you know, we had no idea, and I'm yeah. like, hey, man, I'm like, don't you worry about it. We know you didn't know because we heard, we found out, and yeah. you know, we we walked by Victory Lane later, and it was like a library in there. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, you know, it, it, and it's a shame that that happened to those fellas, that their celebration yeah. kind of got dampered a little bit, a little cold water thrown on it. But you know what? All that does is speak volumes about our sport, about our competitors, about Joe Gibbs racing. Um, you know, it just speaks volumes about it. So, yeah, you know, I – I hate, really? I hate their celebration got squashed, but you know what? I've got nothing negative to say about that that eleven munch and Denny Hammer. And you could even take it a step farther than that. You know, we often, as fans, uh, make fun of the the multi-million dollar campground known as the driver's lot. But you know, I saw a tweet that Delana Harvick had sent out that she was playing cards with two little girls hoping that she did receive a call about Ryan had that girl that lost their dad. So, you know, it's just it's thankful that somebody had pulled together and was there for those two girls as well. Yeah. Uh, you guys are traveling every week. You guys are absolute fierce competitors. I mean, I, you, if it comes to it, y'all are ready to fight each other to drop the hat. If it comes to, you know, my guy versus your car, and it, and it happened. In fact, it's happened in Las Vegas uh, a couple years ago, and uh, that's where we're headed this weekend. But when push comes to shove, it's just like two boxers getting in the ring. Um, I hope they beat the shit out of each other, but at the end of it, they're going to hug each other and they're going to move on. And to be able to stop the 11 car, the winning car, as it's going to tech to make sure that, that, um, the six team guy, uh, understood, you know, they, listen, I hope he's okay. Listen, we're sorry. We didn't know. Um, and, and to do that is, is absolutely a testament to, um, the brotherhood, the fraternity, if you will, of, of everybody that, that travels in that damn circus week to week. And, um, I mean, nobody wants anything like this to happen. And, and I, and I can, I, you know, you, you say stuff like this or, or you see things like this and, and it doesn't, these things don't build character, Billy. They reveal character. And I, it's crazy to me that some people would think that, you know, Joe Gibbs and that organization would go out there and act like a bunch of jackasses when Ryan Newman is hurt. I mean, nobody with the brain would think that that would be, you know, what what the case was. But, you know, to hear it firsthand from, from Rob Lowe to what happened on the way back um, to Tech is, uh, I mean, that's, just, that's listen, I, I had no doubt that something like that was, was uh, you know, would happen or whatever. And I'm, I'm very, very, very glad to, very glad to hear it. Rob, you, you talk about a short week. 
I'll tell you, just, just to add to that, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, Dan, yeah, but just to ahead. add to that, I mean, I, one of their guys came up and, I mean, hugged me like, mm-hmm. hugged me like it was my mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, hugged me hard, and he stunk a champagne and Gatorade. He's like, Lopes, man, are you okay? Are you okay? You know, what can, what can you tell us, man? Yeah. You know, we want to know what happened. You know, what, what can you tell us? They were more worried about Ryan and us than they were mm-hmm. about anything else. And you know what? Nobody, it, NASCAR didn't push them either. They didn't like, hey, you guys yeah. got to get this thing on the platform. You got to get this thing through tech. Yeah. They were just like, yo, man, these guys are brothers. They wear yeah. different colors. They work for different yep. teams. They, they work with different drivers. They're competitors week in and week out. But they weren't pushing anybody because they, they knew that, hey, man, there's more. It comes right down to it, and I've said this before. If you want to get down to brass tacks, it ain't nothing but old car race. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. There are there's some brotherhood. There's brotherhood in there amongst us, amongst the drivers, and in between. And that's the way we feel about Ryan. That's the way these other guys feel about their drivers. And you know, and I exactly. shake hands and and know some of these some of these cats that are in these cars because I've worked with several of them. You know, and they joke with me, and I joke with them, and we smile and laugh and shake hands and, hey, man, what's up, you know, and talk about whatever. And when when you get into a situation like this, it's, hey, man, hold the phone here. Yeah. You know, one of our brothers is having a tough time. Yeah. You know, we need, to, we need to rally up because now it's not about that car race anymore. It's about each other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important to know because, you know, taking that car back to where it was going is a pretty damn important thing. So for NASCAR to show a little bit of discretion right there is um, is is really great to hear. And, you know, we touched on Corey LaJoy just a little bit, but there's a picture Billy Bradley sent me um, yesterday with Corey's out of his car and the damn thing's on fire and he's on his knees with his head down like, oh, my God. He was shook. Um, he was shook, too. I saw yeah, part I of his yeah. interview. I haven't watched yeah. a lot of TV since then, but I saw part of his interview, and he looked shook. He was. He knew. That's, that's he knew. What, and I heard I heard Ryan Blaney was shook up bad. I, I've been Ryan Blaney can barely talk. Well, yeah. He was shook up bad. And, you know, you know, Ryan Blaney did nothing wrong. He did nothing nope. wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Go ahead, Ryan Billy. Blaney, Ryan Blaney. I don't think should have never gave that interview. Mad respect for him giving the interview. And mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon, he tried. I, I, I haven't seen it, I but he tried. Gordon, yeah, it was it was bad, man. I knew when I saw Jeff Gordon's face and the tears rolling down his eyes, I was like, and "This is exactly what I thought. They know something we don't. They know yeah. something we don't." What, what do you mean? What do you mean you saw? What do you mean you saw tears rolling down Jeff Gordon's eyes? Rob, let, let, let me paint the picture for you. So as soon as they get out, as soon as the race is over. And Denny Hamlin's doing his burn house. They go straight to pit road, and Ryan Blaney can barely talk. Um, and I tweeted, Ryan Blaney should – they should not be putting the microphone – because Ryan Blaney was visibly uh, – uh, uh, sure. he had no business speaking. So right before we go off air, right before – and Fox went off air. They didn't do anything on FS1 or anything like that. Mike Joy was completely stone-faced cold – and Jeff Gordon had tears in his eyes, and he could barely utter the words uh, that he was speaking. He looked like he was, uh, he looked like off camera, he had been um, crying his eyeballs out. Um, and he barely he held it together. 
like Darrell Waltrip did in 2001 when yep. Michael Waltrip won the race and the crash happened with Earnhardt. That's the exact way Jeff Gordon looked. Yep. And that's wow. and then they cut off a, they cut off the TV and I was like, holy shit, Jeff Gordon is scared. Um, <laughs> I mean, we all knew it was bad, but to see Ryan Blaney, Corey LaJoy, and um, I mean, that's what these guys do for a living. Um, and to see them yeah. that shook up. Um, now, you know, Corey and Ryan are certainly younger than everybody, but um, Jeff Gordon's been around the block. Um, you know, he, he's he's definitely done this, and to see him that shaken up. Um, I was, I mean, it was, um, it was devastating <laughs> to us fans. We're like, shit, um, this isn't going to be, this isn't going to be easy anytime soon. But listen, Ryan Blaney did nothing wrong. Um, uh, Corey LaJoy did nothing wrong. That's a racing incident, 100%. And there's, Rob, just to make sure everybody's on the same page, uh, there is no animosity between the six guys, the 12 team and the 32 team whatsoever, is there? Heck no. Okay. Good. I mean, we the 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 tire guy on the twelve who and and I'm just gonna throw a little background in this. Everybody knows that the Penske teams did some swapping around. Yeah. The tire guy on the twelve used to be the tire guy on the twenty two. Mm-hmm. And his name is Dave Nichols. Everybody calls him the mule. Mm-hmm. And he and I have been friends for I don't know how many years. And we talk during the week pretty regularly. Just to just because we're friends and we're close and you know and there's things that we talk about and it's not always racing related. Sure. And he came up to me and I looked at him and he looked at me and we. If my face looked like his, then we looked exactly the same. Yeah. Because he hugged me and I hugged him and I said, "Man, you okay?" And he goes, "Dude," he goes, "Are you okay?" And I said, "Man," I said, "I don't even know." He goes, "Do you know anything?" I said, "No," and I said. I said, you guys all right? And they're like, dude, they're like, what the hell? And I'm like, yes, what the hell? And then we texted through the week and talked. And he was like, I said, I said, you listen, man. I said, you tell your driver that to, he needs to keep his head up and breathe because he did yeah. nothing wrong. Yeah. He did nothing wrong. Nobody did anything wrong. Yeah, fact you know, of the matter we is, we all have, and we are, and we are all. I'm going to tell you what: if if we are all not better people for what we have experienced in the last 48 some hours, or whatever, 72 <laughs> hours, or whatever it is, yeah, if we are all not better better people for this, we are not paying attention. Yep. <laughs> I want this same feeling to go all throughout the year. It, it <laughs> that's bad. It took this accident to. I mean, the whole NASCAR community, the fans, you, there might have been one or two dumbasses that said something bad, but the yeah. majority of, of the tweets I saw, man, even for the people that were talking last year about how Ryan Newman was such a racer and racing people hard, yeah. they were, I mean, it was just but so is. good to see. But he is. He's doing his job. Yeah. Right. We talked and he about was doing his life. job Monday, and so was Ryan Blaney, yep. and so was Corey LaJoy, and so was yep. every other car in that field. Every they were doing their track. job. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about a few of those cars, Rob Lopes, because y'all got a new uh, – Let's do that. <laughs> Billy Bradley's favorite uh, dark horse came over to you guys there, and lo and behold, at the end of the race, <laughs> right. if those two cats aren't lined up right, be- right behind each other there on that last restart, and I was like – Holy shit. Look at this. I picked Ryan Newman as my dark horse. You thought you were going to get the jackpot. 
Uh, yeah, listen. I, 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 I want to stop you right there. I was at a basketball game, and the final restart, I was coming home listening to it on MRN, and the final restart, they, they stopped it, and Newman was in front, and when they started, Busher was going to be lining up behind him. I yeah. went to the nearest bar and stopped and watched that race. Rob, this is no shit. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm surprised that Denny chose the line he chose because I thought, you know what, he's going to keep us separated. That's what I thought, he's too. Going to take, he's going to take the bottom so the 17 is not behind the six. And when Denny chose the top and put the teammates behind, you know, nose to the tail, I went, bold move, Cotton. I'm like, there yeah. you go. <laughs> you know what's funny is Billy Bradley texted the group. He's like, Hey, am I reading this right? Is Busher and Newman uh, together? And I was like, yep. And the next text was, boys, I pulled over to a bar. I got to watch this shit on TV. Um, and, and that's what it was. I picked Ryan Newman to win, uh, or as my dark horse. Um, I picked Denny Hamlin to win. Of course, Denny Hamlin wins. Uh, Ryan Newman um, rolled to a ninth-place finish. Uh, Billy Bradley, uh, son, you did well. You picked the 14 who came in sixth. And I believe your dark horse um, came in third, if I'm not mistaken. So um, we both, uh, both of our drivers um, were in the top ten. Yours were in the top six. Uh, but uh, what a great showing for some of our our rookie drivers we had up there, uh, Billy. Now, true, a lot of guys were wrecked out, but hey, this rookie class is 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 going to be something special um, for sure. Uh-huh. And and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, but uh, let's let's move on just a little bit um, and go to Las Vegas. It was announced today. Of course, folks, I, we never do this, I promise you, because Billy Bradley is normally asleep. He works at the damn crack of dawn. Actually, works before the crack of dawn, but uh, we're re- recording this Wednesday night at 9.15 p.m. It was announced today that Ross Chastain uh, is going to come over from Chevy, Chip Ganassi, um, and... Um, and those guys uh, uh, sending him over there to um, Roush to drive the six uh, car over there. And Rob, you, you you guys were late trying to get you guys were late getting back from uh, from Daytona. You've worked your ass off the last two days, had to deal with a seat change and and all that kind of stuff. You got that thing. Um, are you ready? To, are you going to make it out to Las Vegas? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think our truck drivers might have enough time to grab a biscuit and get a shower before they got to park that thing in, in the garage area. Considering the rest of the rest of the Cup Series trucks were probably in somewhere, if I had to guess, probably somewhere in Oklahoma. Yeah, our boys were just pulling out of the gate. I'd say, uh, you know, I just hope they get a chance to get a shower. <laughs> yeah, at least before you know, they have to unload. I just hope they get a chance to get a shower. Um, I yeah. mean, and, and and NASCAR NASCAR is very understanding in this situation. They have sure. talked to us and told us, listen, you know, we know there's a parade out there. You know, we yeah. we had to change parking times because of the race change and this and that. And we're going to work with you. You know, yeah. if if you guys can get there and park, we will park you the way you're supposed to. If you can't, yeah. then we will put you as close as we can to where yeah. you're supposed to be, yeah. and you don't have to worry about that parade and this and that. You know, we get it. Yeah. They get yeah. it. And they, you know, it, it, it's time like this where you're like, you know what, it, 
we appreciate the understanding because, you know, schedules are schedules and commitments are commitments, but there is a huge human element to this. And right now we're the best part about being the best part of a human being is being human. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what we're experiencing right now. And, and you know what, I'm, I, I hope our guys that are in that six truck, just get safe. And I even said something to our truck drivers today. I said, well, maybe you'll, you know, you'll come across some really sympathetic, friendly state troopers that'll give you a daggum <laughs> escort, you know, from line to line, you know, maybe you can get yeah. some time, you know, uh, I just, I, I want, I want their travels to be safe. I, you know, I want every, I want everybody to be safe. And, yeah. you know, we, there's a lot of stuff happening, man. There's the, the logistics for what, for what the schedules gave us this year from going to Daytona to the yeah. West Coast, which we've done before. Yeah. Um, but being on a rain delay and starting so late yep. on that rain delay, you know, not starting at 11 in the morning, starting at 4 in the afternoon, yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, time is time. Yeah. You know, it. So the the thing of it is, is that clock never stops. So yeah. pretty much a two-day you behind know, right there off the get. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody, everybody was a day behind. We were a day and a half, day and three quarter a day behind because of what we had to, what, what we had to. Uh, I don't even know the right word here right now, but what we, the, the obstacles we had to overcome, in yeah. addition to what was already in front of us. And well, the, and, I'm gonna. I, I just want to give a plug, just real quick. I want to give a plug sure. to the the guys at our organization, the guys and gals at our organization, top to bottom, side to side. I mean, everybody has pulled together, and it was all right. What do we need to do? When do we need to do it? There was somebody in that shop from Monday night to tonight. Like I, I mean, I got home not long ago, and we've just been working our tails off because everybody was going to have to work probably two or three days this week anyway. Like nobody was going to get a day off mm-hmm. because you got to have your California cars done. Well, yeah. we had to do some pretty significant changes to our Vegas car, and then mm-hmm. had to get started on our California stuff. And you know, hats off to everybody at, at Ralph Fenway, and you know, we've had a. We've had some great, 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 amazing things happen in, in our company that nobody will ever know about. But I just wanted to give a tip of the cap, and you know, I, I made sure when I left our building to go to another building, I made sure to just, you know, hey, appreciate y'all. You know, when I walked over to Fab when I was in Chassis, hey, appreciate y'all. You know, y'all, y'all are doing it. You know. Yeah. Y'all are doing it, and you know it. it it's helped. It, it's helped bring that organization together even closer than what it was. And it's. I just. And I'm sorry, I'm rambling on and talking, but I, I, I'm having trouble finding the words. And I know there's some people out there that might think, "Lopes can't find the words." That's that's quite a <laughs> yeah. quite a feat right there. But it hasn't happened often. <laughs> but you know. I'll tell you what, it, it's just been a, it's been quite, it's been, it's been a long leap for as short as it's been. 
Well, I can tell you this. Um, I've been very impressed with uh, the news and the way it's been disseminated out of Roush Fenway uh, Racing, yeah. and it sounds like they're doing um, a good job behind the scenes. And, and Bill, I'll be quite frank with you. It wasn't about um, three, four years ago we were wondering what the hell happened with, with um RFR and um, now it, it you know before this even happened, um, I, I mean it's been a long time since you and I picked a, um, a Roush car to go to Victory Lane, okay? And we both have here in the last um, in la- well, hell I did just last week for Pete's sake. So uh, good things are happening over there. Um, this yeah. this unfortunate accident has revealed it, but we're going to Las Vegas, which is a bad fast mile-and-a-half track out there. It's a little bit early. The last couple of years have been going to Atlanta first. Um, Joey Logano was your winner last year. He won stage two, and he won uh, this race. Um, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, uh, your boy Ricky Stenhouse Jr., uh, Billy, uh, he was in the top ten. Um, the, there was only two Chevys, Kurt Busch and, and Chase Elliott. They were still trying to – you know, we had all this – Hope and uh, hope that Chevy would have it figured out last year, Billy Bradley. We got here and we're like, oh shit. Um, maybe we still got some work to do in the Chevy camp, but um, we go out there, Billy Bradley, and and we've seen guys, you know, Joey Logano and, and Kyle Busch, and certainly they got into fifty cups um, a couple years ago, and um, th- this is going to be a, a very interesting race because of Chevy's new nose, and, and everybody's got a little bit more experience with this package now that we spent all last year talking about, and this is the last time we're going to see this package. Uh, this is last year we're going to see this package out there because we're getting a new car, but Billy, um, as you look at this race, as there, I, I mean, obviously all the fans want to go out there, but um, what do you think? Do you have any ideas what's going to happen here with this? I mean, it's early in the season, but can you predict anything or uh, for us out here on this race? Uh, I think we'll see a good race. Uh, I think you're going to see a fast race. And mm-hmm. my pick, I would go with uh, with Kyle Busch and the uh, Cole Custer is who I'd go with for my dark horse. Oh God, that's a good wow. Pick. That's a good pick. Um, wait a minute. Who'd you take his number? You took Kyle, you took the eighteen, and uh, yeah, the eighteen. That's it. Billy, the forty-one was was very impressive there at at Daytona. And I can tell you one thing that that kid ain't that kid ain't shy. Um, he, he ain't shy at all. Um, we're we're going to start our tally, by the way, um, this week. Rob didn't. Uh, when Rob and I was on earlier in the week, we didn't we didn't pick. We didn't pick cars or anything like that, but I know you haven't had a whole lot of time to wrap your brain around much. You're still um, cleaning socks and underwear for the road tomorrow. But um, <laughs> Rob Loeb, you got a uh, you got a winner and a uh, and a dark horse out there for us at um, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. You know, the funny thing is, is this time of year the dark horse is easy. Yeah, it you know, is with, with with the parameters that the, with the parameters yeah. that we have to pick under. As yeah. long as you haven't won, you can pick a dark horse. I mean, yeah. you know, I can pick Kevin Harvick as a dark horse. Uh, you, Billy, there's, there's thirty nine. There's thirty nine drivers you can pick as a dark horse right now. Hang on a second. Hang Several on a second, Billy. Billy, do did yeah. is when do we? Is it last year's winner when we start off the season, or oh, uh, I think it is, isn't gonna, it? Are we going to change the rules halfway through? No, I think it. I think it's. Um, I think we did do it, Rob. 
I think he was uh, a little late to the game there yeah. in the last season. I think it's ten races. After the first ten races, oh, it was you, oh, the one oh, that yeah. made the chase. The last, yeah, the last. No, that's race. right. That's right. Oh, yeah, okay. the one that you, you can't pick a chase a chase driver from the previous year as your as your as your dark, dark horse till we get to till oh, we okay. get to race okay. ten. And after race ten, it's this year's winners. Okay, I I, I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't get the rule update in the email. That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what, what email? You act like we're prepared for this shit. <laughs> um, let's see, Las Vegas. Um, I'll tell you what. I like the. I like. Uh, I like the two. Yep. And um, for the dark horse, I like the forty-eight. Damn it. That's another pick. I was good. I think Jimmy Johnson's going to surprise him. Well, he ain't going to surprise me because I think he's going to go out to the West Coast. Well, um, he's, I mean, he's got, I, 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 and I'm picking the I'm, I'm picking the 48 because of the parameters of the rules that apparently yep. just got scratched out on a napkin <laughs> in a pencil. But you know, I'm just going to go. I'm going to do my best with what I got to work with here. Well, now you know why um, why Billy Bradley jumped jumped on a 41 so damn fast. Um, Right? Uh, for me, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. For um, rascal, I'm going to take it, it. To me, it's a toss up between um, because Brad Keselowski and Kyle Busch are, I, you know, one and two out there. I think Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick um, is uh, is the other toss up uh, for, for there. I, I think any one of those four drivers can win. Um, Kevin Harvick showed me. The same thing that Joey Logano showed me at Daytona. They're both fast. They're both smart. I'm going to go with, uh, but I'm going to go with uh, the four of Kevin Harvick. Um, I'm going to go with the four of Kevin Harvick. And then for my dark horse, oh, my God, I I really, you're going to hate this, Billy Bradley. I swear to God, I think I'm going to take Chris Fisher. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take old Chris Busher. I like the way he handled that car at Speed Weeks, and um, you know he's um, you know last year in JTD Jordy equipment he was in the I think he's top fifteen or maybe eighteenth or something like that. But um, I just gotta believe that um, something special is gonna happen over there, and it ain't like Chris Busher's not a good racer for Pete's sake. I think he's gonna be fine. Um, and I want a Ford over there. I, I want Fords over there at Las Vegas until they get beat. Um, and that's that's what I want. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Chris Busher as my dark horse. Um, Rob Lopes has been um, a, a week that we're gonna look back at this. We will never forget as long as we li- we haven't even talked about the damn president being there for Christ's sakes. Um, and it was the fact that it was thirty oh, yeah, percent right. higher Sunday, than which was, which was an yeah. amazing. That was an amazing. Um, Spectacle? Yeah, spectacle's a good uh, word. I, crazy, crazy standing there. And, I, I mean, I I saw – I only saw him and, and our first lady on the big screen. I was never close enough to anything. And uh, as I'm sure you can imagine, security was a little ramped up as, <laughs> you know, compared yeah. to what we're used to on race day. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, – it was quite an experience, and the electricity that was there, and 
Yeah, and yeah, it was. It, I I think it was cool he was there. Yeah, you know, anytime the president of the United States is anywhere, I think big it's, deal. it's a big deal and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and and it it absolutely was the the Sunday before it got rained out. That Sunday race was um, thirty or I think it was twenty eight or thirty percent of viewership was up um, than than over the last year, and it was just uh, knocked it out of the park. I thought the race was good, but we're going. By the way, I want to say something real quick here. Um, It would not surprise me if Denny Hamlin didn't come out there and and bust out a top five or or even better. Um, He's he's good at this track too. Um, I personally think this is going to be uh, Denny Hamlin's year. It's usually around week ten um, that we we'd like to pick our our um, our, our final four. Uh, so we got a, we got a few races to get to. But um, this is all to say it's been we one hell of a final week. four now. No, next uh, week ten. I week mean, what, ten. What 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 do we what are we putting a thousand dollars on this or something? I mean, holy crap! <laughs> Right. Listen, the ball over here. There ain't uh, between the three of us. We can't come up with three hundred dollars. So let's pump the brakes on the thousand bucks a piece right, here. Yeah, um, more on that. yeah. Uh, but it's been one hell of a week. One we will never forget. Rob Lopes, um, man, I'm I'm glad to hear. Uh, literally twenty four hours ago, you and I were talking, and it was a much different conversation than we're having today. Um, thankful for um, the track safety team, everybody there that um, that helped Ryan Newman and um, get the attention he needs and all that kind of stuff. And 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 listen for the good of the community. I think we just need to keep what we've been doing since this unfortunate accident has happened. Has brought us all together. We can all be a little bit nicer, a little bit kinder. We can all um, you know uh, give somebody a little bit of a benefit of a doubt before uh, you know we speak and and judge. Um, because I'll be quite honest with you, uh, what I've seen on Twitter and uh, the last, you know, two days, three days, uh, has been nothing short of a miracle. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure I've ever seen, um, you know, we when America bombed um, and killed a, um, a Suleimani over there. I'm not sure we were all pulled together as much as this country was when when we were pulling for Ryan Newman in the sixteen. So exactly. I like to keep that going. Um it's an amazing feeling. Um for Rob Lopes, for Billy Bradley, this is Dado. Let's go to Vegas. Let's uh let's 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 put some money on uh on Joey Logano, um or excuse me, uh, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick and 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 Kyle Bush and see what happens. Y'all ready? Yeah, let's, let's have a super weekend and let's enjoy the races. Thank you. Let's do it. Well, that marks the end of our show. Thanks for listening to Off the Rails, and we hope to see you again next week.